Welcome to Hoops Coaching A to Z with Coach Terry Canova. This is a deep dive into everything coaching. Join my husband and his coaching friends from around the country as they explore the ins and outs of their profession. Big thanks to everyone who's contributed to making this podcast a huge success in its first year, reaching over 14 countries. Please continue to help the podcast grow by subscribing, leaving a five-star comment, and sharing it with your friends. Here you go, sweetie. I think you can take it from here. All right, welcome to this week's episode. Uh, Really, really excited. We're all starting to uh, get ready to tip off our basketball seasons. And uh, with me today is one of the best, uh, a longtime dear friend of mine. This cat is someone I met when I first got my first head coaching job down in, uh, in South Louisiana. He is the head boys basketball coach at St. Thomas More High School. Now get this, he is the ninth winningest coach in the country over a thousand wins. Actually, he's approaching 1,100 at 1,082 wins. Uh, third active uh, in the country. Tremendous coach, but but more importantly, a good, good dude and a really, really good friend. Uh, welcome, Coach Danny Broussard. What's up, Coach? Thanks for that introduction. Just like I wrote it up. <laughs> <laughs> Brother, uh, it is so good to have you. I know you, you had a chance to visit with us on one of our earlier podcasts, and I I hadn't uh, increased my technology, and so we had a we had a little bitty clip, yeah. and uh, and it was a it was a short and sweet clip, and it, I think it cheated our listeners because they didn't get uh, they didn't get a full episode. So I'm glad we're getting to do it now. No problem, no problem. You know, you know, anytime you call, Terry, I'm I'm ready for you, man. And uh, just to let the listeners know, you know, we uh, you, you know, you're not you're not you we are good close friends. As a matter of fact, I went to Atlanta, we stepped at Mobile, and uh, lucky enough called you and. You showed me one of the greatest bars in Mobile that I, that I would have never found had it not been for you. So, uh, you know, that's kind of what friendships do. And uh, glad, glad we've, we've stayed connected over the years. And you bring your team for our tournament at St. Thomas Moore's. It's just, uh, you know, it's just to me, it's kind of what coaching is all about, Terry. You know, you, you battle, you know, when, when you were at Catholic College, we battled. And after the game, you shake hands and, you know, you just develop friendships along the way. And I'm glad that you and I pass have crossed. There's no question. Yeah. Uh, I guess the last time I reached out to you, I got really lucky. I said, Hey, man, we got to get on this podcast. And he goes, Oh man, I'm, I'm glad you, you messaged me. He goes, we're going to be in mobile. And so, so yes, yeah. we took uh, coach Broussard to Los Floritas, uh, downtown mobile, a really cool speakeasy Cuban bar. And, uh, had a good time with you and your brothers. And, and, uh, yeah. and like you said, that that's what this business is about is these relationships, man. We, you know, we met 30 plus years ago, but, and we don't get to talk it probably as often as we would like, but, but whenever we do, it's like, we never, we never parted. That's right. Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. So coach, as we get going, you know, I mentioned in the introduction, the, the, the number of wins you got is tremendous, but, but more importantly, you know, if, if you look at, at what you've done, it's not just the wins because, you know, we can all tally up wins if we coach a long time. Uh, it's sustaining excellence. And that's something we'll talk about. I think more important in the wins is the fact that you've only had one losing season in 40 years. That, to me, uh, as a coach, is, is what's impressive. Uh, six state championships, 17 Final Fours. But again, I go back to the one losing season. And and. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that's big time. Uh, 
But before we start talking about, you know, some of these things about sustaining success or sustaining excellence, talk a little bit about your background as a coach, because I know you come from a coaching family. I know both your brothers were coaches. What, what, what got you into coaching, uh, Danny? Yeah. Uh, you know, Terry, it's kind of funny. I, you know, I, we grew up, my dad never played sports in his life. My mother never did. My dad was a rice farmer and a, and a carpenter. And, uh, but, he, but he always, you know, promoted sports to us. I never forget, Terry, we're building a fence and it's like, uh, you know, it's like 11 o'clock and we've been at it for like two and a half hours. My, my, my hands were raw. I was getting calluses, you know, and just going and he looks at his watch. He goes, don't you have practice? I said that, you know, knowing that man, he needed my help. You know, I said that I'll just skip it today. He goes, no, you're not get your butt in the car and get to practice. And so, you know, he, they just support us so much. And we, you know, I went to a little small school. We played baseball and basketball. That's all we had. Well, and I ran track, but, you know, we didn't have football, but we were always involved in sports. And, and you know, being my two brothers got involved. It's kind of funny, but they kind of tried to talk me out of it. Like, you know, uh, man, we're both coaches. You know, you're not going to make a ton of money. You're pretty smart. Why don't you look at something else, you know, and. Man, I went my first year at UL, USL at the time, undecided. I said, well, let me not declare a major. Long story short, you know, a year later, the, the counselor brings me in. She goes, Danny, you, we have nothing, no more courses for you to take. Like you're taking all the English math. You got to decide what you want to do in your life. So I said, I'm going into education. And so, you know, it, it's funny, but that's how it started. And I just really always, Terry, this is funny, but when I was the senior at Mo High School, I took the, I was a 4-H club president. And we had this 4-H club basketball tournament. So, man, look, we, we practiced like, you know, these are the teams I think I got a feeling they just showed up for the game. They play games. But listen, we practiced for two weeks, man. I was into it. Uh, look, I'm telling you, it was, it was like a fine all tuned machine. We were out there. I mean, we beat everybody by 20. I never forget this. I, I walked in on Monday. I, you know, I drove to school back in the day, right? I was a senior. I drove. I, they gave us a trophy. I was the proudest kid at school because I, I, I bought the trophy to give to our principal, you know, and it was like. You know, and it, that, kind of what I caught the fire is like, this is what I want to do, you know. So I've been wanting to coach for a long time. And like I said, I, I coached at 4-H club and when I was a senior in high school. And then I went on to coach Babe Ruth baseball, which I love. You know, Terry, baseball is my favorite sport. I played it. I, I was a, I was probably a better athlete in baseball. As a matter of fact, I was the last guy cut for the USL baseball team. I tried out when I was a freshman. Oh, wow. I had good speed and I could catch a ball. I couldn't hit worth a lick. If I could have hit, I probably would have played college baseball, but I, I couldn't hit. So anyway, uh, so baseball, I really love baseball, but, you know, something just told me that I, and I did coach both. I coached both at St. Thomas More. I coached Babe Ruth in the summertime. I loved it. But then when I got to STM, you know, when Ricky left after that first year, I got thrown into the, to the basketball spot and, I, and, you know, I had to divert all my attention to, to although I did help out with, with, with baseball a few years, but I mean, I was the basketball guy, you know, so I kind of turned all my attention, my focus into coaching basketball. Well, you know, there's a couple of interesting parallels uh, between us. I, I too went to college, not thinking I was going to be a coach. Mm -hmm. uh, my thing was, my dad had always worked for Texaco. And so in the military, I was a petroleum engineer and so, uh, or, or petroleum supply specialist in the military. Wow. And then I got into petroleum engineering college and realized I just wasn't smart enough. I wasn't smart enough to be an engineer. Yeah. And, and yeah. so, but, yeah. but th that coaching was always in me much like yourself. I remember my brother and I, who also went to Louisiana tech, we would be drawing up plays for our intramural football team. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. like you mentioned, you know, loving baseball, my favorite sports football. football. And so just so many parallels, uh, yeah. so many parallels. It, it, it's interesting. Uh, 
and 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 one thing we're gonna notice, Coach. I'm doing yeah, this yeah. from school. Uh, I've said this before. This isn't the Joe Rogan podcast, so I don't have a whole lot of editors. So we'll clean <laughs> this up when we, if we hear a bell or fire alarm or something like that. Uh, it's all good. It's all good, Coach. <laughs> but 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 the parallels are are, are really unique uh, to, to hear yeah. that. Uh, yeah. So. So you get out, you start at St. Thomas More, like you said, your brother, who, who I adore, uh, Coach Ricky Broussard, was at, was a great coach there at Nichols while, while I was there as a women's assistant. So, so you got to take over that program now. So you kind of got thrown into the fire. Yeah, um, what's some of the things that you think helped you as a new coach um, to, to help, to help yourself grow, because we're going to have a yeah. lot of coaches listening yeah. to this. What's some ideas yeah. or some things that you did? Yeah. Well, you know, Terry, again, for, I was fortunate to, to, to be under Ricky for a year, you know, so obviously, and, and uh, what people probably don't know either is it, he coached me my freshman, sophomore year at Mo high school before he got the Fatima job. So, so I played for him for two years and then, and I coached under him for a year. And I mean, look, you know, like you said, Ricky's one, I mean, look, the guy was a hell of a coach. He took Nichols, to two NCAA tournaments, which has never been done before, but never has been done since he left. You know, he's left 15 years now. So he's he's a really good coach. So I learned a lot. Terry, you know, I don't underestimate uh, clinics, man. I, you know, I go to clinics these days, and, man, I just don't see a lot of ton of young, young coaches, you know. Like when I go to Louisiana coaches, it's like I see a lot of the older guys who keep going to clinics. And so, like, I encourage all you young guys, man. You know, somebody told me, well, coaches, it's the modern day they just go to Google, they search one, three, one zone. And then that's, that's how they learn it. You know, I'm like, yeah, I get that. But to me, there's nothing like being in a clinic setting, you know, one-on-one with a coach, you can ask him questions. And, uh, you know, Terry, I, and I picked up, I try to every clinic I go to, I, I always take one or two things away that I can use. I mean, Terry, I picked up a play from a clinic one time that I swear, I think it, it helped me to win two state championships. There's one single play, you know, we had to have a big basket and this play worked great. So, you know, I mean, you just never know when you're going to pick up stuff, but you got to keep learning, you know? Uh, and, and, you know, uh, I've changed, man, I'm, I'm on my, I'm on my like fifth different offense since I've been there. You know, I think you have to change with the times. I think you got to change with your personnel, you know? Um, I mean, you know, I try to run five man motion with a, with a six, eight center, you know, I, you know, you got to take advantage of what you got, you know? And so I've learned along the way that, man, use your personnel, see what you got and play to their strengths, you know, and stuff. So, you know, I'm constantly changing. Uh, we're working on stuff right now on, a, on a, actually kind of a new little set offense. Uh, so, you know, I'm, again, I'm just kind of tinkering around with different things and, um, you know, for, uh, fortunate to that, Terry, I got to say this, you know, and I know, you know, this as a head coach. I mean, man, look, I've been blessed with some great assistants. I mean, you can't underestimate, those guys, you know, and, and I've been really blessed, man. I got, a matter of fact, except for Kim, who started as my assistant coach, everyone since Kim has been a former player. And I think it says two things. I think it says a lot about the program. They want to come back. They want to be a part of it. And, you know, they know our system, you know, they were, they were, bought, they were brought up in it. So, so they know it through and through. And it, it, to me, it's just easier for them to, you know, and, and again, we do some changes, but they're, they're part of the fabric of what St. Thomas More is all about, you know, and, and I think that's really important. And again, I've been blessed. So when I get all these, you know, all these accolades about, you know, all these coaching things, I mean, man, it's the players and the, and the coaches I got underneath me that have made this happen, you know, and yeah, you, you play a small part of it, but I, I just been really blessed, you know, to be in the situation I'm at. And again, at 22 years old, I got thrust into the, being the head coach. I was not ready, but again, thank God I had that year with Ricky, and, you know, so I kind of just took that and kind of rolled with it. And then, I, you know, Terry, I learned to be my own coach, too. You know, I think the first year I tried to be a combination of Ricky Broussard and Bobby Knight. And I'm not sure that was a good combination, you know. So, you know, I said to myself, hey, man, 
Oh, be your, because look, I'm telling you, I mean, Ricky, my brother, Ricky was tough, man. I mean, he was a tough son of a gun, you know? And, uh, and so I did some things that I like, but you know, it's something I said, Hey, you know what? I got to be me. And I'm, that's, I'm, it's my brother, but I'm not, that's not totally me. So uh, over the, over the years, I've learned to, you know, be yourself and, and uh, you know, uh, I'll give you another example. Uh, I'm not proud of this, but it's happened, but uh, I've got thrown out of a couple of games in my career, you know? And, uh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and Kim brought me in my AD who was used to coach underneath me, my assistant, he's the AD and he's wanting to say, man, you know, you, you, you can't do this. And I mean, you, you know, you, you got to show, you got to have the leadership role. And I said, you know, Kim, I get it. I felt like we had been on, you know, our kids had been unjustified and some of the, some of the calls have been going on. And I told him, I said, coach, I'm going to always fight for our kids. That's what I'm here for. And I said, I'm not going to ever change that. And I can't change who I am. You know, I'm not going to just sit on the bench and cross my hands because that's not who I am. It's not in my DNA. But at the same time, Terry, you know, I went to, uh, and I'm proud I did this. I went to a referee that, that I was close, that I called with when I was in college. I went to a referee. I went to a priest and I went to a counselor. And, and I told them my issues about maybe uh, just getting, you know, angry too quick and stuff. And, and, and all of those guys gave me tips about how to control myself a little better and how not to get that. And to be honest with you, uh, since that happened, I've only got like about, uh, now this again, it's just like about seven years ago. I think I've only gotten like three technicals, six or three or four. So, and I used to get three in a year, you know, so I'm kind of proud of my progress I've made over the years and learned to kind of control myself a little better. <laughs> but you, you, you're right. Uh, you know, you, you do have to do be yourself. Um, and, and, and I, it's funny you say that because I, I've never been one to get a lot of technicals, but but I I am pretty fiery on on the sideline and 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 passionate and and I you know I'll watch these coaches from time to time and 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 see them just kind of sitting there calmly and 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 being composed and 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 I've tried that and and it's just not me and and I think I think sometimes over the years some of the best compliments I've gotten was that they say my team is a reflection of my personality. Right. And, and so uh, I'm going to be passionate. I'm going to be fiery. I'm going to be intense. And, and I think in many cases, our kids feed off of that. But but you hit the nail on, your, on the head is you got to be yourself. Yeah. You can't be somebody else. Yeah. Some people are, are meant to be composed and yeah. sit there yeah. and, and yeah. all of that stuff. You yeah. and I don't fit that mold. No, no. And, and, and Terry, a perfect example. A perfect example is at our school. Uh, Jim, this is kind of ironic. Jim Hightower, right? He's our football coach. Been there for forty years. Well, almost forty. He's been coaching for forty-five years. Terry, this past Friday night, and 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 believe me, it it was it was more the staff than him. But he got tossed. He got tossed out of the game for the first time in his career. And again, it was a couple of assistant coaches that kind of got out of hand. They got two two fifteen yarders, I think. So he had to go. And so, but Jim is the most mild mannered guy you've ever could imagine. And you know, he's won three state championships. We everybody does it. There's no right or wrong. He, we're, him and I are totally different. You know, uh, we just. I mean, we're. He's just. He's laid back. He's quiet. And look, he's been successful as heck. And and I have too. And we're just totally opposite. So you know, it, it, everybody's different. And you, again. If there's there's no uh you know there's no there's no you can't you can't plug into a farm and say okay well this is how you gotta be you know it's just different for everybody you know and yeah you and I are fiery we're excited we're passionate other guys are more laid back some are kind of in the middle and 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 they're all successful coaches so it kind of works for you but I do I do like your point about and I think that's from us 
is that the players kind of feed off of you a little bit, you know, they, they, they kind of take on a coach's personality in some ways. I think, I think they have to, you know, and uh, this is a funny story though. When you talked about, I did try that for uh, two games. Just, I said, I'm just going to, I'm just going to sit back in the bench. Two? I swear I had, I had two, yeah, two games, <laughs> two games back to back. I had, I had two parents call me and said, coach, are you okay? You don't, like, you don't, you're not feeling very good. They, they thought I was sick, like <laughs> physically sick. Because, you know, again, they've been watching me coach for years. They're like, what is going on with him? You know, so again, I said, yeah, you know what? And that kind of made me say, man, do what you do, you know? So that's kind of where, that's kind of what I've done. I, I think the biggest thing is, is th- that our players see us passionate. They, they, they see us emotional from time to time, but they also see us under control. Uh, they, they also see us show respect to the officials yeah. and yeah. the other team. I, I think as long as you do all those things and you don't embarrass yourself, right. I, I, I think I think that's the big thing. Uh, the other thing you pointed on, coaches, uh, clinics, man. You know, just like you, I, I'm a junkie for coaching clinics, and yeah. and and I think, I mean, w- one of the one of the coolest things I've, I've heard regarding kind of th- that clinics and learning from clinics. Someone on a podcast a while back mentioned Zig Ziglar, one of the one of the most famous motivational speakers of all time. They said well into his 70s, he would be sitting in the front row watching other motivational speakers and he'd be sitting there taking notes. Taking notes. And and I think it's important that you're a lifetime learner. And and, and you mentioned continuing to evolve. I, I think that's the thing that 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 has made you successful. That's the thing that's helped us be successful is you got to evolve. You can't do the same things with every team. And you, you know, while a lot of your core beliefs will be the same, um, you got to adjust. You got to adjust yeah. the personnel. Like you said, you got a six, eight center. You can't expect him to be, be out on the perimeter very often, you know, all the time. Right. Yeah, exactly. And Terry, like last year is a perfect example for us. We, we were, uh, you know, you know, our teams, our personnel, we just, uh, it's our feeder schools. And we, we get a lot of guards, you know, a lot of five, nine, five, 10 guards that are, that are hardworking kids, that play, but we're not really big. And last year was kind of an unusual year for us. We had a little bit of size and length, you know? So, we, you know, we, in my mind, I started thinking, man, I played a one, three, one, about 20. I hadn't played Terry in 20 years. And I said, I think this might be good for this team, you know? And I'm, I'm telling you, man, it, this would got us to the final four last year. Cause we didn't have the most talented team. Uh, we had a hard time scoring last year. We didn't have, like, I used to have a ton of shooters too. It just didn't happen last year. One of my better shooters just didn't have a good year. So we struggled, but the one, three, one saved us. Cause it was tough to score against us. We were big, crossed the front line, you know, and we contested a lot of shots. And then, then we didn't give up second shots, Terry, you know, and I think that's 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 big for me is we really work about blocking out and rebounding and just give a team one shot. Don't give them multiple opportunities to score. And and and, and the one thing we want to be big, and I think we're going to run it again this year just because I have some more length back. But it's just to say that seriously, it was it was the Kuvion. It was it was probably twenty years that, that I had, that I had used the one three one, and we bought it back last year. And it paid dividends for us. So I think you got to be, you know, just evaluate. Say, hey, what what can this team bring? You know, some I play man. I like love playing man to man, but I've had teams that can't. We just we were too slow. Last year's team was an example. I couldn't have played great man to man. We're just too slow. So we played the matchup zone. We pressed half court trap, and that was good for us. So again. And I, again, this year, I think I've been a lot more man-to-man. So I, we just sit down at the beginning of the year, look at our personnel. And, you know, it's funny, but we we, we had this thing that we used to run and we're like, mm, some special plays. We're like, uh, coach, you know, we sat together and said, look, this play hasn't worked for us. And we haven't run it or it hasn't worked in three years. 
let's just ditch it. It's time to ditch that one. Get another, you know, another play, play in. Want to get away for the best vacation ever? Consider a group trip, whether a cruise or an all-inclusive resort. Let Toes in the Sand Travel help you get there. There are some amazing perks for group cruisers. Trust us, we do one almost every year, and we help so many of our friends as well. For a trip of a lifetime, give us a call. You can message me on Facebook at Kimberly Tanner Canova, or you can find our Facebook page, Toes in the Sand Travel, but be sure it's the one that has our smiling faces on there. Just reach out, we'll help you. Hey honey, will you get packed we got a cruise ship waiting on us now. <laughs> Let's go. Terry, on that note, I do want to tell young coaches this, or any coach, you know, like uh, when I talk about clinics, but also like when you watch games, you know, like, uh, so I got a play called Arizona State, and I picked that up, and this was, this was probably quite a few years ago, but I'm watching LSU against Arizona State. And Arizona State ran this out-of-bounds play, and they got a dunk off of it. So I'm like, wait, what was that? So, you know, we got this nice feature so you can just rewind. So I rewound it. I got my pad out, and I put everybody went. Now, I tell you, we don't get the dunk on out-of-bounds play, but we, but we do get a good, a good look most of the time. You know, we, we just can't dunk it, but we get a good look. And so, again, we called Arizona State because Arizona State ran it against LSU. So I'm always looking at plays. And this is another funny one. We watched an NCAA Final Four last year, and I, I'm, I, I'm in New Orleans, and I get a text, and my sister coach said, Coach, they just ran outside one of our plays we run. He said, did you see it? I said, yeah, did I see it? But, you know, it's kind of funny when you watch college teams run the same exact darn play that you're running. You know, it, it, we all steal from one another, you know, and it's funny. I promise you, whoever, I don't know, I think it was Kansas. Self didn't steal that from me. I can promise you that. <laughs> I don't know who he got it from, but we all steal from one another. And probably at a clinic, you know, he saw it. And I took it, he got it. And, and, uh, and, and it works on every level, Terry. That's one thing about uh, if you execute plays, it, it'll work on every level. Yeah, yeah, for, for sure. I, it, it is always neat. To, you know, I've got a group that that don't particularly watch a whole lot of uh, basketball. Uh, but from time to time, I'll get one of those messages from one of my players or one of my former players says, hey, I was yeah. just watching such and such. And they just ran back down, man. Uh, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I didn't invent that. Uh, and, right. they, and like That's you right. said, I, they probably didn't steal it from me either. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Well, well, so coach, so, so let's talk a little bit now. Uh, again, it, it's I, I had uh, uh, the new the new women's coach from uh, Mississippi State, uh, Sam Purcell. I had him on this last uh, last episode, and he, he, he kind of pondered the question: What is tougher, achieving success or sustaining success? And we didn't get in a whole lot of detail about it, but 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 as I was kind of pondering that. In my opinion, I think sustaining excellence is harder uh, because we all sometimes get a little passive or relaxed or whatever once you've achieved that goal. And, and to sustain it on a long, long level like, like you guys have is, is just tremendous. I know you mentioned having coaches who played for you on your staff. That's got to be a positive yeah. Uh, what's some other things that you think coach might, might attribute to sustained success? Yeah. Well, Terry, it's a great question. And like you said, you know, I, I you know, I, I think 
one of the reasons I think is that um, it seems like, you know, so so we've established this reputation, right? So, you know, when you go on the state of Louisiana, you say St. Thomas More, that basketball, they, they, they know what's going on, right? So it looks like we get almost everybody's best effort, you know, like I'll go watch a game and I'll see this team and I'm like, I feel pretty sound that, you know, that we're better than them and, you know, we can handle them, you know, and then, and then we get to that game and I'm like, man, that's not the same team that I just scouted and saw like they up for us, man. You know, they, I mean, they're, they had the best game. The coaches fired up, the kids are fired. And, and so, you know, that's the thing about when to me it's a sustaining is that, man, you get now, you know, you get everybody's best effort now. I mean, it, they're coming in there like, you know, some, some teams, they circle, you know how it is, they circle, they, they want to beat us. And if they beat us, they may be a 50-50 a, team, 500, but man, if they beat STM, it kind of makes their year, so to speak, you know, so, but we get everybody's best effort. And to me, that's one of the toughest things is that, you know, you got to be at your A game. You know, last year was a perfect example. We had a team come in, Terry, we beat them by 17 at their place. Now, they, they did get a key, a key player that, that was not eligible. They got him back. It made a big difference. But we still – but, look, I think, you know, you again, we beat him by 17. What are you going to tell the kids? They, you know, they, they're, they, they, those kids are smart today. Like, oh, man, well, they come into our place and beat us, upset us, you know. And that cost us, the, that cost us a higher seed last year, which would have made a difference. I think we could have we made it to the state championship game instead of the semifinals playing Liberty. But, anyway – uh, that, you know, it was a tough loss and you learn from that and you, you tell your guys, Hey man, you know, this is what it's all about. You got to come every single night. And yeah, to me, that that's one of the things that makes it so tough to, to sustain over the years, you know, Terry, I've been blessed. I don't know what it is. I think it's, I mean, I think it's just God given that I, I just have this passion, you know, and I, everybody's asking me when I'm going to retire, you know, well, I, I, I make them laugh. I say 10 years and they look at me like I'm crazy, you know, and I'm like, well, I mean, do the math. I'm 62. 10 years will be 72. Beheim and Shashevsky, I think they're 74 when they retire. So, and they're, they're coaching, well, but Beheim's still at it. And I mean, they're coaching college basketball, right? Certainly I could coach high school for that. But, Terry, this is the thing. I just kind of throw that out there just in, in joking. But my, my big thing is that uh, I want to, I want, you know, I want to know when it's my time, you know, if it's going to be three years from now and it's my time, then I hope that, you know, I, I pray to God that that's, that I know when it's my time. And, like, I'm loving it. I'm having success. I mean, why would I not want to do it? You know, but I said it might change two or three years now. I might be like, man, you know what? I, I don't, I don't feel like I, I can do this kids justice anymore. You know, and so that's what I pray for. That I, I know when it's gonna be my time. I, I really think I have ten years, and it, it may not pan out. We'll, it, it eventually will find out, right? But I, I'm, I'm loving what I'm doing. It has my passion, and uh, you know, if we keep having success, and I'm, you know, and Terry, I mean, you hit the nail on the head too. You know, how do you, how you define success? Man, all those numbers are awesome. You know, that's nice. I've been in, I've been in a great situation, man. Great, great place. Great, great feeder schools coming in. Great feeder school coaches that, again, talk about players that played for me. They're coaching our feeder school kids. So they're getting it at a seventh grade level, you know? So we have a lot of built-in advantages, you know? And, uh, you know, I, so we get accused, and I, I know you know this because you, you coach at different situations like I have. You know, we get accused of recruiting all the time. And and I get it. I get it because I – but – I mean, I, I can honestly sit there and tell you, you know, I made this statement before. Hey, you go find one kid. I don't care. You just go find one kid that played for me that his mom and dad will come and say, oh, yeah, Coach Broussard recruited us to go to STM. It ain't going to happen. Yeah. We'll take them. We'll take them. And I've gotten some good ones. And you get good ones because of this, the program you have. I think yes. kids want to be a part of that. You know, they want to win. And so I'm not going to apologize for kids coming in, you know, and we take, but, but for the most part, we won with, you know, 90% of our feeder school kids, you know, the, hey, the four state championships in a row. 
all five of those starters all came to our feeder school since they were kin- yep. kindergarten. So, you know, it, it is what it is, you know, but the perception's out there. But again, uh, it, it is tough to sustain it. I, I don't have one single answer. I just think, you know, I mean, I certainly feel like if if I don't bring it, they're not going to bring it. So I know that yeah, I can coach for 41 years, but, I'm, you know, I go to practice every day now. Hey, I got some days now that, I, you know, I'm, I, I may – I may uh, be a little more quieter, let Wes and Nick do some more stuff. Uh, but this is kind of funny because I had a little surgery, a little procedure on Friday. And I knew Thursday I wouldn't be back out till Monday. So I kind of wore them out on Thursday. You know, a couple of things happened. It kind of got, you know, you kind of got the, you know how it is. You kind of get a little frustrated. And you, like I had enough, you know. So so <laughs> Wes and Nick came after and said, we didn't exactly know when this was coming sooner than we thought. But they know me. I'm, I'm going to have a day like that where I'm going to just implode, right? And I'm going to get their attention, right? be it right or wrong, and whether I'm chewing them out for the right or not, but I'm going to get on and get their attention knowing that, man, you know, and the sophomores, I think their eyes got big because they hadn't seen me in that quite intense, you know, but but I, I knew I could get it before the surgeon. I had to kind of calm down now for about a month or so. So I let it all out on Thursday, but, you know, stuff like that, I think you got to do, you know, and again, uh, if you can't, you know, coaches, it's tough sometimes, you know, but uh, I noticed, Terry, the days that I just kind of, Maybe I'm just, uh, you know, maybe I had a long day. I'm feeling a little tired or something. And I just notice when I'm not into practice, man, I'm telling you, it's just not, they, they, they're going to, they're going to get, get away with what they can get away with, you know? And if I don't, if I'm not on about missing a layup or, you know, or blocking out, they, they're going to keep going. But boy, if I start nailing them, they know, hey, man, you know, we got, we got to bring it today. So that's the thing I think that's helped us sustain it is that I've been able to keep my energy up. I'm still passionate about it. And, uh, and certainly the assistant coaches that I have are great. So all that combination, I think has led to us being able to sustain over, you know, for, well, you know, about 40, I'm in my 41st year. So about 40 years. And, you know, it's really funny about what you said, Terry, I, I'm being totally honest the, 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 that losing season, you think I'd have been miserable. I really wasn't. I mean, like those guys played their tails off. I mean, we weren't good. The best player we had, he quit because he, told, he came in right before school, so I said, Coach, uh, I'm, I'm trying to get into Stanford, Stanford. And he said, i got to get my grades up. i got to study. I just don't have, He knew how intense basketball was. He says, and he played my junior year. He said, I, I just don't have time for basketball. Yeah. What are you going to tell a kid like that? Right. Now, that kid played. I'm just telling you, I wouldn't have had that lose. There's no way. We wouldn't have that losing season. And then I lose my second best player to a shoulder injury. He was out all of district. So, so some things happened that made it, you know, but I'm just telling you, our guys played their tails off and we just weren't that good. Yeah. And, and I had, you know, we were just two games under 500, but it was, it was an enjoyable year because what are you going to ask when the guys, when they give you everything they got, you know, we just, just didn't have quite the talent that we normally had. And we played well, we it was in a tough district. So, you know, it is what it is, but uh, yeah, I mean, I've tried to sustain it. I'm, I'm just hoping I can keep it going and, and I'm still loving it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that, that that's something that, that a lot of people don't, don't understand on the outside looking in is, is is sometimes those teams that 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 don't have the success maybe of some of the others you, you would think we're miserable but but if, if those kids are giving you everything they got you know I, I've coached other teams that 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 were really good and it was miserable sometimes because you felt like you wasn't getting as much out of them as, as yes. you should uh, yes I had one of those uh, years too yeah yeah, yeah. you know um uh, 
you know, talking about a great situation, it's funny as I'm, I'm listening to you, uh, you know, people accusing you of recruiting and, and, and whatnot. It, 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 there's a lot of parallels there as well, you know, because again, people are attracted to your program. I know like our football program here, it is so good. It's, they're really, they're competing for a state championship every year. And it's funny is when you look at our middle school, we get their brains beat out when they're in the seventh and eighth grade. They're getting their brains beat out. But those kids stay together a lot like our middle school. You know, I tell our parents, you know, early on is ride out the wave in seventh grade. We're going to struggle in eighth grade. We're going to struggle. But those kids are developed and they're in our system the whole time. You know, I had a, had a buddy of mine one time come watch my practice. And uh, after we got done, he goes, man, I tell you what, if anybody's ever accusing you of recruiting, they need to fire you. Uh, they need to fire you because because uh, you definitely not recruiting. Yeah, I hear you. Coach, believe it or not, we've only got about eight minutes here. Uh, Clock's running out. Five minutes, actually. Uh, All right. Question, I don't know if I've I've ever asked you. um, With all your success, surely colleges have have approached you about doing that. Uh, Have you you come close to to, to taking that change to be a college coach? Or or what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, uh, Terry, only whenever, ironically enough, when Ricky left Nichols to go to LSU, that there was inquiry about would, would I be interested, you know? And I'm trying to think, I guess I was in my 40s, mid 40s at that time, I was 20 years, yeah. So I was probably like, you know, in my 40s. And, you know, Terry, I, 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 I kind of thought about it and, and, and I talked with Ricky, like, I don't know, but I, I, I think I'm just built for high school, you know? You know, it, you kind of look at some of these college coaches, you know, you look at Saban, who, you know, he goes to the pros, uh, the guy rule right now, rule that they just fired it. You know, and he had a great career at Baylor. And I think he's probably be the next coach at Auburn. I don't know. It's just certain people that, are, and I just thought to myself, you know what, man, on the road recruiting, uh, you know, I, I just didn't think it was, it was just, and, you know, Ricky was just so different. Ricky, when he was high school coach, his goal, he wanted to coach college basketball. That's what he wanted, you know, and he pursued that. And I, and it kind of was just, I just didn't, it just, it never, and, and again, I entertained the thoughts. I thought, like I thought about it, but I, you know, I just don't say, look, I appreciate the interest, but uh, you know, I'm just not, I'm just not, I'm just not interested in, in, in that. And then now, you know, point of my career now, Terry, where it's just, it's, it's obviously too late now. There's nobody in the country that's going to hire a high school basketball coach, right? Way back 30 years ago, they did it, but they'll never take a chance on a high school coach now in college. You got to have some background, some experience. And so at my age, I mean, it's, I just, I just won't do it. And again, um, again, I'm happy where I'm at. Why, you know, Ricky always said, the, the grass ain't always greener, you know? So, so, uh, yeah, so that was kind of the only time I kind of entertained the thought it was at Nichols. Uh, and, and, uh, again, it was, it was a short lived thought, but no. And, and obviously at this point in time, in my career, uh, you know, I'm going to finish, finish it out at STM. Hopefully if I, if I don't get fired before, you know, <laughs> hopefully I'll finish my career at STM. Well, I know, uh, you know, I, I was a college coach for eight years and I remember asking a buddy of mine when I was considering taking this UMS right job, yeah. um, he said, uh, he says, as long as your ego can handle it, uh, he goes, because yeah. the, the, the wins are the same, the losses are the same, yeah. you know, and, and it really is. And, and, and more than anything, and you can, you can appreciate, I know as well, our quality, quality of life as a high school coach is so much better because you can do other things. You just don't have to be a basketball coach and more importantly, a recruiter 24 seven. Right. And just Correct. chasing kids twenty four seven, and and so, yeah. uh, well, look, man, I can't believe. Hey, I, hey, I, hold on, before you, hey, before we hang this up, I got to yeah. ask you a question. 
Sure. How, how do you become? I want to know how to become a, an associate travel agent. Because uh, because I see you kind of do that in your spare time. It looks like it's a pretty good gig. And I did tell you, I am going to go on one of those boats with you one time. You know, I, we're, going, we're going to join you for that. But uh, so I want to know how do, how do you fit that? In? How do you juggle that into your schedule? Well, well, my wife does that work. My, you know, I, I started that many years ago. My wife, my wife runs that for us. And, and as a matter of fact, you know, uh, we'll have a plug somewhere in this podcast about toes yeah. and sand travel. And Danny Broussard absolutely has to get on one of these cruises with us and, and uh, come hang out. I'm going to do it. We're going to do it for sure in the summer, in the off season. I'm going to do it for sure. That's no right. doubt. Cause I've never been, I've never been on one. Everybody says how great it is. So we, we, I promise you, we, we're going to do it. That'll be fun. It is amazing. It is amazing. You will love it. Uh, well, coach, look, man, I'm so glad you took some time out of your day to visit with us. Uh, you, you, you know how much I respect you, you know, how much I respect your program and, and uh, just uh, always cheering you on, man. One of my favorite people on the planet and, and uh, you know, much continued success for you guys. I appreciate you. I appreciate you having me on Terry. Have a good, have a good, uh, good season this year. I know you, I watched your teams. I know you're going to compete one way or the other. You're going to be in there. And Terry, I did want to mention this, you know, when, when you, it was, it's just so fun when you came to our tournament, just to, you know, again, I, I just went to watch your game. It's kind of shame. I'm not sure. I saw one of our own team, uh, Lady Krugers, but I went to, I had to go watch you. And uh, you know, Terry, it was funny how, uh, I think uh, the game I saw, I think it got down quite a bit, but, but, you know, I could tell you, you're like y'all, your girls never gave up and you, y'all kept battling back and just chipping away. Next thing you know, you know, y'all, y'all had a chance. I think the game I saw, I think you're down by 10 or 12, 15 and had a chance at the end to win that game. You know, and y'all battled back and, uh, you know, it just goes to show you that I think uh, when a coach believes in his players, it, they, they feed off of that too. And, and it, you never give up on them, you know, and I, I've won three big games in my career, all state championship years down by, over double digits late. And, and I think our kids knew all along that, well, coach still believes in us at timeouts. I'm, you know, I'm telling them what to do and, you know, say, hey, we just got to just chip away. And, and, you know, one thing leads to another. And when the kids start believing in that, it's very powerful. And I just want to tell you that, that, uh, and I'm not saying this because you have many a podcast. It's just, I saw what your, your girls believed in you. And, you know, I think that's an important point for, for coaches to know that, you know, believe in your kids, Trust them, and 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 when they, when when they see you pour your heart out, they're going to pour it back to you. And I saw that in your team this past year when you came to the uh, to the, to our Lady Cougar Classic. Well, thanks, Coach. Man, appreciate you so much, man. Let's talk soon. All right, we'll do. Take care. Right. Bye bye. That's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode. A big thank you to everyone who has continued to make this podcast become so popular. Please continue to share with your friends and colleagues. And when you have time, please take a minute to give it a five-star rating. Until then, we'll see you on the next episode.